on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Season 4 launches on August 2nd. Hey, we have something that day. <laughs> Legacy of the Sith is on August 2nd. Hey, we still have something that day. <laughs> STO has Tier 5 on the radar. I'm sure we have something on that day, too. <laughs> and we have your full Summer of Love schedule. Plus, we have Gustiku to tell us all about AIE's Summer of Love. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. And welcome to episode 390 of the podcast celebrating you, the LA Yacht Gaming Community, the Die Has Been Podcast. This is MewCow. Greetings, Guildies. And to my virtual or physical left is Makala. Hey, Mew and Guildies. Um, let's see, what's in the Guild Kitchen? It is a peach blueberry crumble. And somewhere amongst her right and downstairs is Tetsemi. Probably cleaning. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> because of the crumble. <laughs> yep. And of course, this week we are joined by a special guest, Gusty Koo, who is here to talk to us about AIE Summer of Love. So welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. All right. Well, why don't we see what everyone's been going, uh, going, yeah, doing and whatnot. Words are hard. Um, and uh, we're going to start with Gusty and see what uh, what we've been, yeah what you've been doing since you've last been with us. I'm Walt doing a lot of summer of love planning, and uh, it's going to be really fun. The things I've got, and uh, some people are really excited about the snail races. I'll say more about it later, but uh, mm-hmm. I just kind of threw it in there as a goofy thing, and several people were like, "Ooh, can we cheat?" <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Sure." laughs> No, are these deadly snails or are these regular snails? There are now snail mounts obtainable. You have to, it, it's something in the end zone, Xerath Mortis. You can gather materials and craft a whole bunch of different pets and mounts. Uh, you can get three different snails and they just, they're snails. They, you know, go really slow. I mean, they go regular mount speed, but they look really slow. <laughs> and so I thought, well, that would be funny to watch a whole bunch of people right. race nails so then people in wow were like wow that's really fun can we race frogs too and how about turtles and how about llamas alpacas whatever so you know it's still called snail races but i whatever if people show up if we have more than two people that want to race something we'll race it and then one of the people (laughs) who was coming said uh what are the rules so that i can find a way to bend them wow (laughs) he didn't say cheat he said bend them must be a goblin yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, interesting. I hadn't, you know, I just was going around a track kind of thing. Right. So we're going to the Gurabashi Arena, which is a oh. place. So uh, there are deadly snails. Well, so well, <laughs> what he wants to do is is have people like sort of a demolition derby, um, where you can try to knock people off their mounts and then hop on yours and then you know, maybe use a trinket or a toy or ability, something. It's just something to keep the other people from racing. 
And so we'll, we'll probably do, you know, a couple of those as well as the regular ones. Gerbashi Arena also has that upper platform where you can yeah. just go around in a circle and you're not PVP flagged there. So we can do the regular races there and perfect. They have spectator seating. They do. Excellent. Yeah. I looked all over a while for a good place with, that spectators can watch the, the race. So that's, that's that one thing. And now we can proceed. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's see what Makala has been going up to. I know that you have some interesting things to talk about. Yes. Well, um, let's see. I did something yesterday that I've kind of been aiming for for a while. I had um, there's a mountain here, North Mountain, and it's great because the it has a, a lot of pay. It's paved for a good part of the mountain. The bad mm. thing is it's very steep. Very steep. Um, and I wanted to run up North Mountain um, for my birthday this year. And when I was on vacation, um, I was at, at Grand Park, um, which had a not as steep, but it definitely had it paved up. Um, and I decided to start training because I've been kind of like been. I've been lazy about it. I have not been doing it. I haven't been doing as much practice as I should have. This one time I got out there, like I took like three steps and said, "Nope, not going up. I'll run down. Run down's easy." Um, so yesterday morning I decided I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start getting back into you know to training. I need to make sure that I can you know do this. Um, and I ran North Mountain. I I did I did a few. I did walk a tiny bit between you know because it kind of um, what do you call that? Switchback switchback switch stuff. Oh, switchback, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. switchback, I would take, you know, walk a tiny bit to get a little bit of water and then go again. So yeah, no, I did that. So I'm really uh proud of myself. It's about three fourths of a mile up. And then the down is easy. The down is I can well, yeah, do that yeah. in a singular without stopping, no problem. Um so that's one cool thing. Um work's been insane. I have three new contractors, so I've been working on their training schedule. Um and in gaming news, my big thing is um so I've been playing a lot, of course. But our Call of Cthulhu campaign ended after two and a half years. Long campaign. Long campaign. Great campaign. Uh, we saved the world. Yay. We, Congrats. Um, the last session had ended um, where we were back in time in Atlantis. And we had gotten a hold of an item called the Palladium, which was all these different artifacts that we had searched for in the current time. All of them were combined together. So um, the Noctwolf, which are, you know, our Nazi counterparts, they had gotten it. Um, they had gone back in time with this mask that they were able to steal. Um, they had gotten it. Um, so we actually were able, we had grabbed it the very last minute, like before the last session. Uh, but we need to figure out how to close the portal because Daeloth is right behind us. And there's a chance this terrifying creature is going to get to modern times so yeah no we the dm kind of told us yeah what's gonna happen what would happen like literally there's a godzilla like um plot line that would have happened had we not been able to close like it would have destroyed the world Mm -hmm. um so yeah we got through um and it was actually a pretty tense moment because we still had half a session left and we did not know if we were going to survive there was still that very real possibility that one or more of us would not survive. Um, and this was very real because 
in the other part of this campaign, the three-fourths of the party died. Um, so we all got back through. We took care of these soldiers that were shooting at us. Um, the scientists, they weren't hostile. They got to leave. You know, they were able to flee. Um, we shut down the portal. Um, or no, I'm sorry. We sent... As we were going through to shut down, to basically take down the electromagnet, the electromagnets, there were eight of them around this port, around this generator. Um, no, that's, um, that's the part that I was doing, though. Sorry. Hmm? Ted was showing some pictures. Um, Speak to my pictures. Sorry. Um, our party member, Joe, and Joe was the only surviving member of the group that died. Um, it was my friend James, because he and I were both dual-wielding characters, because we both were playing our, our regular character and our backup character. Um, so, but he's the one, basically, his whole party had died. So this was a guy that, you know, was running on empty. He knew that maybe it was part of his destiny to do this. He went back to the portal with the Palladium. Um, he was met by some priests. They basically said, you don't belong here. What are you doing here? This, it's like, like he gave him the device. This needs to, this needs to be with you. It doesn't belong in our world. Like, okay, we're going to take this and we're going to separate it into five pieces. So, <laughs> no, so nobody can get that. So basically he going kind of created the scenario that our characters hunted down these five pieces across <laughs> the, uh, across the entire world. Um. So then, Joe came back through and we destroyed the rest of the electrum, the rest of the other half of the electromagnet magnet. And we were able to close that gate before this terrifying, literally he was three rounds up within coming through. Um, and there was like, you know, this is a, a, a Cthulian, you know, a Lovecraftian old one. There was not a way that nothing we would have had that would have destroyed it. So, um, and yeah, and then we kind of went to our epilogue. Um, you know, what were, what our characters were doing. Um, one of them joined the, you know, joined military service. Two of us, um, stayed kind of working on the occult stuff. Um, two of the other characters finally got married after being together for 15 years. Um, one character went to go stay with her sister, which is how the adventure began. Like that was our, you know, our part of our hook. So yeah, it was, it was really, really amazing seeing like the, conclusion of this very long um plot and you know the story took place over four over three years so 1937 to 1940 um multiple continents i think we figured it out at there's a total of 14 characters and nine players that had played it at one point wow um so yeah no it was it was a really great feeling and i i went to bed with the biggest smile on my face once that game wrapped up <laughs> So then we're off for a few weeks, and then we're going to start a Miskatonic. Awesome. All right. Well, let's see what's been going on with Tetsemi. Uh, so this week, with the Summer of Love stuff coming back up, I dipped my toe back into WoW just to see where I left off and uh, see how easy it would be to, to catch up on at least Ted. Um not planning on doing the the rating in season four. Um, I think that part's <laughs> well behind, at least for this expansion, maybe the next expansion. But I wanted to see Xerath Mortis. I hadn't opened it up yet. So I uh, dove into that, 
got all of the storyline done. Got to see all the trailers in game in context, which is always nice. Um, and got flying because it was just like, uh, go explore the map, kill 10 rares, and open five treasures. I'm like, okay, I can do that I in an afternoon. Yeah. Um, so did that. And, I need to uh, ask. Go ahead. Did, did, did you turn the music on in there? Because it's beautiful. Oh, and yeah. I usually music turned off. Okay, you knew about that. Yep. Yeah, no, I always leave the music on. Um, oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I, I did that and then realized I got to the end. Uh, like, halfway through Xerus Mortis, I had to go back to Ouroboros, and I got flagged by Kalia Menethil, and then realized mm. she wanted to go do something over in Brill, and I'm like, okay, let's go over there, and turns out that that's the Desolate Council creation for the Forsaken, so, and we get a... Um, one of my favorite parts of that whole thing is you go with her deep into Lordaeron to grab a sample of the plague. You bring it back. And my covenant has been throughout the whole thing, Maldraxxus. So you take it to your friend over in Maldraxxus and he's like, Oh, let me experiment on that while you, uh, you know, cause we will make a plague eater that can take care of the plague and you know, no problem. So there's a whole quest line where you work with Maldraxxus and create the the plague eater, end up making this huge plague monster that you have to defeat, and then the plague eater turns into a huge plague monster you have to defeat. It's all sorts it's, of fun, but it was it was nice just to see them pull Maldraxxus into the current storyline and say, "You guys know about plagues, right? <laughs> Help us." <laughs> so yeah. I liked the part where she went to speak with the the one of the powerful uh, necromancer necrolords right. there, and said, "Am I evil because I was raised by necromancy?" Right. And she, she she's said, like, "I was raised by the light. They're all raised by the by death and necromancy. How can I relate to them?" And he's like. Doesn't matter how you get raised, necromancy is necromancy. No matter the method used to it, you're the same. And she's like, oh, okay. Then we have more in common than I thought. Yeah. Which was nice. So It was a nice bit of writing. Oh, yeah. No, it was You were very raised good. by a power. Exactly. You were raised necromantically. One by the light, the other by death. And, you know, yeah. So that, that was nice to see. Um, so I, wor I worked through that storyline and then realized I never finished the Chains of Domination storyline either. So I had to go back to that and finish that up um, and got through that story. So like, I got to see the end of The Jailer and the outcome with Sylvanas before I got to see what happened to Sylvanas, <laughs> you know, even though I'd seen all the videos. So, but it was yeah. just nice to work it's through good. all that. And then I hopped in LFR because I figured, okay, everyone's way overpowered now. The jailer should just fall over. So, you know, and it's the end cue, thankfully, for LFR is one is Sylvanas, one's the jailer. So we mm. we one shot the jailer even with like six people in LFR dead. Um, <laughs> so I get to see that cinematic in context and all that. Um, so just kind of got caught up and ready for whatever they're um, pre-patch is going to be because I think I'm I'm decently geared enough to get the new gear out of the pre-patch if they do new I don't know sometimes they do 
gear during the pre-patch. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, here's some gear for your alts that you're not playing right now. So when they get up, they can they can go right into the new expansion. I'm hoping they do that. Yeah. Uh, mm. So, but uh, I've done that. Uh, set ESO and Final Fantasy fourteen aside for a little bit. Uh, checked in with Star Wars because, again... <laughs> I don't know why, but they picked August 2nd, you know, our Summer of Love anniversary, and they're going to launch their 7-1 patch with its new story content. So that is one thing I did want to bring up. Since we have two major patches in two major games, we have the the WoW patch and we have the, the SOTOR patch. If the servers, for whatever reason, are not behaving during our Summer of Love event, we will find other ways of celebrating for those games so just be patient with us you know be flexible and we should be good but that's what i've been up to what about you mew i say at least final fantasy has been nice enough to wait until late august to do their past content yeah so same as september (laughs) yeah but no um let's see uh Real life wise, uh, we did a, a reckless thing and did a bit of traveling, um, and uh, uh, wanted to visit uh, some friends in Washington uh, State, not DC, which I've had to explain to, to several people this last couple of weeks. It's okay. like, yeah, they are nowhere near each other, and uh, size Funny. difference. Yeah, yeah. I, well, one of them was Australian, so that's understandable. But yeah, uh, yeah, the definitely. other, but the other one was American that I had to explain that to. So you know, I guess it's. It's still not clear what Washington D.C. and Washington State are, but um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, spent a week out there, enjoyed at least for half the trip uh, temperatures that weren't over a hundred. Um, it was uh, quite nice to be in like you know eighties. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and and I remember you know the first day it hit like ninety one, and everyone in the area is like, oh, it's so hot, and I'm like, wow, this feels pleasant. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, that breeze! Like, yeah, you know, part of it too is is the area where we're in doesn't have much humidity, kind of like Arizona. Right. So, like, even though it's hot, it doesn't feel hot. Right. Which right. is right. is good and bad. I mean, you know, there's a lot of good, but there's also the. By the way, it is technically still hot. You just don't feel it. So, therefore, make sure you're drinking and all that fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But, but you know, we spent some time on the Columbia River, um, which was a uh, nice. Um, it's a a very long river. I was looking at it, and it had its origins are up in Canada. Um, so it's a very long winding river. Um, it's a lot of interesting areas, um, along the way. Um, and yeah, just kind of enjoyed some time out there and, you know, um, you know, watched kiddos run around a lot because we went to two different birthday parties while we were out there. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was just weird being, you know, social. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, you know, uh, uh, if you hear knocking noises, it's because I've been knocking on wood a lot, but, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, somehow we, if we've, if, if we caught anything, it's not shown up because we've tested and if we've not had any, any, you know, mm-hmm. symptoms or whatnot, but I was probably, you know, I, I would say overly and almost too much paranoid about it, but you know, oh, I'm not you sick, can't so be. therefore no. it's not bad. Yeah. No, you can't so, be. Yeah. So, you know, we were well masked. We, you know, hand sanitizer everywhere, washed hands everywhere, you know, weren't uh, licking doorknobs and stuff like that. So we managed <laughs> yeah. to, to make it a safe habits, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was, it was, I mean, it's the first time in at least three years that we've gone anywhere. It was just yeah. a very surreal experience. That's um, how 
Yeah, another one for us definitely was the same. Was for our first, you know, con and forever, and then also when we went to Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, so you know, it is possible to travel without catching stuff, but yeah. you know, on, on the flip side, it feels like everyone else I know has gotten COVID. This I week. know. So. I, that's, <laughs> no, hundred percent. A lot of them have been traveling. Like, yeah. I have so many people who are like, "Oh yeah, I went on vacation and came back with COVID." I'm like, and which is why I will be masking on the way to Boston and yeah. inside mm-hmm. of any buildings and. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that you know I've I've done you know two plane trips now, um, and just was masked and you know very very paranoid about making sure I wasn't touching my face and I had everything clean and and I came back without stuff. So right. yeah, you know it, it, it is works. A, yeah it does work. Um, you know you, you do have to use like I make sure my masks were N ninety five and not KN ninety five, right? Which is apparently a thing that can trip you up. Yeah. Um. That the KN95 is a the the Chinese version of nine uh, um N95, which is not up to the standards of N95. Ah, so good to know. Yep. So you know, make sure you're 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 paying attention to where you're, you know, what you're rating your masks are and all that fun stuff. But um, you know, uh, boring stuff aside, uh, game wise, um, I did just finish the uh, Heart of Thorns expansion in uh, Guild Wars Two last night. Nice. So I finally got through that. So yeah, I've I've been trying to go through the content in Guild Wars too because I basically hadn't touched it until recently yeah. at all. So I have I have all this content to do. Um, I've done uh, Living Story one as far as you can because they're still they're they're actually right now in the in the process of slowly re-releasing Living Story one because for because of the way things were, they took it completely out of the game. So that even if you owned it, like it just wasn't available for whatever reason. So now that they're doing is is you know uh, quest by quest, mm-hmm. they're putting in a chunk, and it's it's refactored for the current game. Yep. So I think there's like three quests in there right now that you can do. But then they have all of Living Story two, three, and four, and then of course they have all the expansion stuff because they're not going to take that away. Right. But um, but yeah, they're they're doing like you know world boss revamps and you know the. Like the latest one was some some giant worm, um, very uh, Dune vibes going on, um, but uh, but yeah, that was you know it's been interesting to to go through that that quest line. Apparently, this was the hardest of the expansions. Oh, wow. Like they they didn't quite like understand the tuning, so like I died constantly in Heart of Thorns, at even because it's you're at max level, you're at level eighty. But like the stuff there's just brutal. The packs are really dense. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the, their whole death situ- situation is really interesting. You're like you can fight for your life to get back up, kind of like Borderlands style. But like you're just constantly dying because the stuff is just brutal in that area. Um, like they they pretty much expect you to have like a posse of people with you, and and even with that full posse, people are just dying left and right. It's it's kind of wow. crazy, but but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's that's been fun. Um, and. Uh, other than that, uh, I I did participate. So this weekend has been LunarCon in Final Fantasy XIV. It is a player-run convention in-game um, with a, a lot of big names. Um, it's uh, you know very similar to to something we might be familiar with, uh, you know, where we do a bunch of interesting content in-game, but uh, oh, yeah. for different reasons. Um, but yeah, they've you know had uh, contests and you know DJs and and art. Uh, they had an artist gallery, uh, um, artist hall or whatever, so you can go get your character on a lot of fun stuff. So you know, I think today's the last night, uh, the last day of it. It's been last. Uh, this will be the third day. So you know that's been interesting because it's you know it's very quiet over there right now because they're they're not going to have content until the end of August. 
Right. Um, so, you know, this was, this is, they did this the last year for the first time, you know, and they just wanted to have a virtual con so that people didn't feel like they were missing out by not going to all the in-person ones. So, right. And it's, it's funny seeing people like, like virtually in line, like for, <laughs> yeah, you know, virtual cues. Yeah. Well, and it's because like they have meet and greets. So right. like all all the big streamers will hang out in an area and there's literally a line of people waiting and like you can join voice call and you chat with them and you take pictures and all that kind of stuff. So so yeah, no, that's it's been pretty fun to watch. Um but uh that's probably enough out of me. Um so I'm going to find the notes and see what's next. Yes. Look looks like that would be the AIE news. AIE news. All right, we have Guild Podcast news. Uh, the Escape Podcast, uh, three, four thirty-three, seven point one live streams. Uh, the very last Charles Boyd stream for Sotor was um, today. Wow, or when they it, it was like, Thursday. They covered it on Thursday, yes. Um, and they had had some more seven point uh, one news from some of the new teams um, directly. And also in Max and Zima stuff, uh, behind the games, leading from the front behind the games, chats with Chris Schmidt of Infinity Wars, Ward, not Wars. That's a <laughs> whole different, yep, whole different thing. As game director at Infinity Wards, new Austin studio, Chris builds on his vast, vast AAA gaming, AAA gaming. Uh, <laughs> Creator and leadership experience at Bioware, where, we, uh, where they first met Chris years ago. They talk about what the game developer, game director does, what games and design principles inspire him, how useful and use how useful and less useful feedback comes across, and what's on his shelf. Thanks, Chris. All right, and in gaming persona podcast, understanding the video game grind, the video game grind keep players endlessly engaged. This episode, Doctor Gameology and Jenny review some of the most notorious current uh, games that use that grind. Uh, by mm-hmm. the way, links to all of the all of the shows are in the show notes. Yeah, and in Fleet Action Report, the galaxy goes to red alert. In this episode of Fleet Action Report, watches Nicodus and Greebog join the fight against the Borg, Tholians, Alachi, and the Nakul. Watch to see if they can prevent the Zenkethi from destroying a peaceful galaxy. And in Working Class Nerds, which again, reminder, not safe for work language, Nick and Marcus are joined by Nick's paintball teammate and close friend, Fernando. The three of them discuss all of the new Marvel content that was announced at Comic-Con. Enjoy. And yeah, there was a ton of content. There was a lot. I am currently listening to... um, My brain is completely blank. We got a podcast where they're kind of giving the review. I'm like, that's a lot of news. It is. Yep. And it's great. All right. Over in the land of the nomads, in particular, New World, the Summer Medley Fair event is now in progress. So jump on in if you've uh, taken a break. Also, uh, in board game news, this Thursday night is AIE Board Game Night at 7.30 p.m. Central. All you need is a web browser and a free account at boardgamearena.com. So come join them for a board, a bit of board game fun. Then over in this little game called Wow, <laughs> uh, season four launches on August second. Yep. Yeah. 
uh, as Lamb, season. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's you know they, they wanted to join in too, and this is the only way they knew how is by throwing content at us. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, so season three will be coming to a close as a result. Uh, so Alliance raid team. So let's go skating. Killed heroic jailer just in time for ahead of the curve achievement. And in Mythic Plus Dungeons, 11 players in the Alliance-led cross-faction uh, group got their Keystone Master achievement, so that's also just in time. <clears throat> Augusti, you know, maybe someone we're, we're talking to, um, is one of the final few, thanks to a, a lot of help from everyone. Also on the Horde side, a raid team Filthy the Casuals uh, has been clearing Not normal culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, moving on to Heroic, so... You know, they'll have more stuff coming shortly. Yeah. Is is Keystone Master plus 10 or plus 15? Uh, 15. Okay. Yeah. Well, you need, you need 2,500 right. 2, rating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. You get points for each dungeon that you complete. Right. And, uh, you know, the last week or two, I was getting like one point. Yeah. Five <laughs> points. And, and I was like less than 100 points. Oh. And then some people took me through a 17 and we timed it, nice. which got me like 50 points. Like, boom. Wow. Got yeah. that sweet mouth. <laughs> That's nice. good. Cool. It's just, I mean, the, the Alliance led uh, cross faction team. Alliance has been doing pushing mythics a lot. Yeah. And uh, they have some really good people and then they do even higher stuff, but then they help other people who a little less uh, brilliant along. And I was one of those. Um, it's just, you know, very AIE in, yep. in doing what you enjoy and helping others to enjoy it at yep. a higher level. Um, and I just, you know, it's, it's great to see people doing that. It is indeed. Also, there are some new details on Dragonflight, some kind of expansion thing that that's coming out. Um, it's weird to think that dragon riding could make getting from place to place fun, rather than the slow grind to unlock flying that we've seen in the past expansions. Like you pretty much almost, almost uh, immediately unlock dragon riding yep. when you get in there. So like the whole Each place, new area, is you background. get a new dragon. Yeah. So it's yeah. not flying, but you get these different dragons. They're hugely customizable. And it's almost like a mini game, the mm-hmm. dragon riding, when you fly from place to place instead yeah. of, you know, having to run, kill tons of mobs until you unlock flying. Yeah. And then, you know, you just flap, 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 flap. Yeah. Yeah, never really think of it. It feels great to just do that flap, flap, flap and get exactly where you want to go. Dragon riding it's it's like Spyro. It's it's I mean that's the closest thing. And Corley yeah. wants to know if they're doing uh, Dragon Riders or Pern and WoW now. Pretty much. Um, that's what it Pern seems like. was not what I read first, but yeah. Well, I know <laughs> what he meant, so yep. it's, yeah. It's more of maybe how to train your dragon. Or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It starts out as dragon gliding and then it becomes yeah. dragon oh. riding. Yeah. Essentially, they're 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 borrowing, uh, stealing heavily from uh, Guild Wars Two. Uh, oh, if you okay. if you're familiar with, um, yeah. So back when um, like Heart of Thorns and Guild Wars Two, that that introduced gliding, so personal gliders, and then some of the newer expansions um, like Path of Fire actually introduced mounts to the game for the first time. And they're not just like wow mounts. Like no, they actually have like purposes. Like the first one is the Raptor, where you're, where it has like giant leaps. And then there's the Springer, which is a giant bunny, and it springs up in the air. Um, and then uh, there's there's uh, oh geez, what is it called? The jackals that can teleport. And then like so that's the thing is like like Guild Wars two mounts have like a purpose, uh, 
And the newest one is Dragons. And it's the same thing where it's not like you're not just hovering in place and, and, and whatnot. And like, no, that they they don't do that in this world. Like, that's not how it works. You don't just defy gravity by sitting in in, in like a helicopter. Right. Um, so, you know, unless you're in a helicopter. Um, right, but right, uh, right. but uh, but yeah, no, that's I mean, it's uh, we've been telling them for a long time. Hey, go steal that. Go steal that. Go steal that. That would be great in this game. And they're finally doing that. They're actually listening. So. Same thing for all of the um, the interesting uh, crafting I've seen that coming yeah, out of the alpha. Right. That they are borrowing heavily from Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, know, okay. Because Final Fantasy fourteen, they're not going quite as far as they as Final Fantasy fourteen. In Final Fantasy fourteen, it is a full class. Like, mm-hmm. like it's it just like the other like the combat classes. It's a full class with its own quest lines, its own armor, its own like it's it's a it's a a class, but. Well, I was kind of borrowing a little bit, and in that, like, when you start crafting, you're suddenly wearing your crafting gear. Like, you look like you're a crafter. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, Eat. yeah, and and it looks like it looks like they're gonna put even uh, talent trees even for crafting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, like I said, they're they're kind of like they don't they don't want to make it its own class because of the way the classes work in WoW, where you are right. you are that class. So I can see why they're doing it this way. But because you can't just you know they don't expect you to create a brand new character who's just going to be a cook and you're just going right, to sit in right. the cook you're going to sit in the kitchen in Ogremar and that's all you do. <laughs> so I mean, you know, there that, are people who do that, but well, still. yes, of course, it's a choice, but, you know. not a class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's good to see. Like it's 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 promising to see that they're finally you know no longer looking being so insular and actually looking out to see what what good things we're having fun with in other games. Yeah. There is also this little bit in here uh, about New Braid is being run by Wingclip and Cylindre as, as uh, Dan Kinney has been on vacation. So, so glad yeah, to hear we, that. We, uh, we, got to, we went, got to Anduin last night nice. the first time. Didn't get him, but it was, it, was, it was a more genuine raid team kind of slog of you know working on mechanics and getting them right instead of just kind of trying to cheese things. So uh, I hope people enjoyed it. Um, the, I didn't hear any complaints, but, but sometimes you don't until later. But, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, speaking of Kinney, um, it was her and Alcar's fifth anniversary yesterday. Well, fifth <gasps> anniversary of their wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay, Kinney, oh, if you're watching. Yeah. Uh, no, she's, she's vacationing. She's ignoring yeah. us. Um, all right. <laughs> and in her- isn't she? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. They're um, actually up in the Northeast. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right. In a WoW Classic news, Wrath of Lich King is opening on September 26th, so yay. Not the 2nd of August. <laughs> um, there is currently a 50% XP buff, soon pre-patched with level XP reduction, new talent trees, spells, a new heroic class, which as we know, remember, is the Death Knight. And in SOTOR news, speaking of August 2nd, The Legacy of the Sith 7.1 is planned to drop on Remembrance Day, August 2nd. Uh, Also, Taco is a Sunday night ops team, and we're needing to fill two DPS spots. They run Sunday night Impside at 7.30 p.m. Central. Why do they not run on Tuesday? Uh, Right? I mean, Taco Tuesday. I'm disturbed by this. Yeah, Yeah, I I blame Albus. Okay, cool. Wait, yeah. Who would refuse a taco on any night, though? True, true, true. But I think, you know, like, optional taco Sunday, but definitely taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. 
All right, over in ESO, um, a mandatory fun night for the next two weeks uh, will be hosted by some of the regular attendees while uh, Dakinia, as we mentioned, is out on town. Still out of town. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The long like vacation. She, yep, she, she, she is definitely involved in a lot of stuff for the guild. She is. Yes. <clears throat> over in game news, uh, Lost Depths DLC and Update 35 are available on the PC and Mac PTS right now. So if you want to go test it, go poke at it. Awesome. All right, NSTO news. From the Federation, Colony is still moving along nicely and closing in on that Tier 5. Grigbog has also been adding some provi- um, provisioning projects to keep the funds, the holding funded in places for you all to earn some fleet marks. KDF, the main star base, will be done upgrading to Tier 1 by the time this is read live. Yay, congrats! And they are closing in on Tier 3 of the Dilithium Mines. Um, mm-hmm. Thursday night, Thursday night fun nights are happening at 11 p.m. They do all kinds of group activities, and if someone has a request, they try to help with those as well. And lastly, over on Final Fantasy XIV news, um, the 6.2 patch information page has been updated on the Lodestone. They've uh, put on there that essentially end of August, they don't have a date, but they're thinking end of August is when 6.2 is coming out. Um, also, uh, since the Moon Fair is about now, uh, the Moon Fair items are now on the shop. Um, so if you missed out on any of the Moon Fair events in the past, you can now buy things for cheap because they tend to discount them when, when they come back. Um, there's also a um, the Moogle tombstones are available until 6.2. So if you want some mounts and, and, and clothing and some pets and whatnot... Um, there'll be some pretty easy ways of earning those Google tombstones, um, but only available until 6.2 is out. <clears throat> also, as a reminder, data center travel is up and running. Um, and of course, you know, we want you to visit us on Goblin at the FC house. Um, any AE member or friends thereof are welcome to hang out with us at our events, visit our house, etc. Also, map nights are still rolling along Saturday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, is the uh, level 90 stuff. Uh, come along, get loot, have a great time. We do ask that you have all of the zones unlocked uh, because it will be required. We bounce to every 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 zone when we do these. Um, you are not required to bring a map, but it is appreciated and just means there's more loot to be had. If you are not quite level 90, um, there are level 60 group of maps uh, with a chance of loot from those expansions. So there's level 60, level 70, level 80. Um, and uh, they basically, like, uh, I saw them, was it even earlier today, I think it was? Um, basically, they'll just say, hey, who's available? And whatever, whoever has maps and whoever, you know, at what and who is available, they'll choose who they really do 60, 70, or 80. So, you know, they want to make sure everyone's involved. Excellent. Uh, Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, they are running Sprout Raids again. Um, they completed pretty much all of the legacy stuff, essentially all the way through Shadowbringers. So they're looping back and doing the Crystal Tower stuff, which is level 50. Um, they are mandatory, so if you are past that point, you probably have access to it already, um, and you, you probably um, have even done it. So, But they want to go through it again and uh, uh, help anyone that might be having trouble getting through. And I think uh, uh, they're running a uh, quick note from Corsair. They're running non-90 uh, uh, maps every other Sunday. Kind of oh, like excellent. they do, kind of like some kind of a podcast thing that happens. Yep. Yes. Yes. Um, and that they're doing World of Darkness this Thursday. So 
that'll be fun. That is that is a fun a fun place. Um, and uh, we'll kind of give you a taste of things to come too. So it's oh. it's a it's a good raid. But that's enough about that. Um, let's get back to Gusty Tail or Gusty Coo or whatever we might gusty, be calling gusty. you, <laughs> Gusty Gusty. Um, Tail and, we... and then Coochie Coo. So gusty there you gusty. go. <laughs> that work. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Yep. Yep. So why don't you tell us about Summer of Love? Oh, Summer of Love. First of all, uh, why August 2nd? We can ask that about all the other games that are stepping on our toes for August <laughs> 2nd. But What the heck? But why we chose August 2nd. Uh, Bruce Galloway was an early member of AIE who passed away on August 2nd, 2007. His character, Milliway, is permanently fixed as the second highest rank in the guild, Imperator. He was a fan of AIE on a level that cannot be overstated, and a good friend and kind soul to all who knew him. Uh, unfortunately, I did not join AIE uh, in time to have met Milliway, but um, we we are all, you know, we carry on his legacy and honor it. Yeah, yeah a lot of things like uh, craft fair is an honor. Mm. Who did that is honor Milliway because he was such a. From what I hear, because it was way before I was in the guild as well, yeah. was a kind and generous person, and we try to carry on his memory um, with a lot of the things that we do. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know, we do it without even, you know, this is where we say why we do it exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So. Uh, it, and we do it in all of our various games. Uh, in WoW, we meet at the Shrine of the Fallen in, in near Crossroads in the Barrens. Uh, anyway, we'll keep going. Um, walk at in in WoW um, at nine thirty p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and that's the same in across all the games, right? Yeah, they'll be doing different things. Okay, yeah, we'll do all the gatherings at nine thirty on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, and um, our D&D one-shots are all full, and the DMs and players have been lively making preparations on dedicated chat channels, which was a new thing this year. And we're really great because they can work out all that stuff before we actually get to the game time. Absolutely. So, boom. And uh, so much excitement uh, over what they were creating. Um, DP Roberts is doing Mythic, I'm uh, sorry, Mimic Museum. <laughs> and I will have a dwarf cleric named Cake, a uh, Twilight Domain cleric, Cake Wellmaker. Nice. Um, that's Thursday. Friday is Palel, Doomed Forgotten Realms. He hasn't said exactly what we're doing. We're going to get to vote. Um, I will nice. be Smudge Tiny Orc, a <laughs> goblin artificer who was raised by orcs. Um, Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Saturday will be Duskmire. And he is doing Decepticon. We're breaking into um, the into hell to steal the scepter of Esmodius. Because oh we've heard that there's a coup attempt going on. So amid the mayhem, we're going in there to steal his scepter. Nice. And uh, I'll be playing Gar- Granny the Beast Barbarian. <laughs> Excellent. Loads of fun. She's kind of... Red Riding Hood's granny, but yeah. she's also the wolf. And she was oh originally God, an yeah. NPC in our AIE virtual con a few years ago. And Excellent. I loved her so much that I made her a player, a character. Love it. Uh, and then Mementh is doing Hottest Summer Ever. And I'm not sure of all the details, but I think this is his first chance being a DM. Neat. 
Um, so, yep. And uh, otherwise, WoW Summer of Love is coming this week. Remembrance Day starts things off. And in WoW, we gather Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern at the Shrine of the Fallen. Other events in WoW include a safari to collect battle pets and toys around Shadowlands. And two new events, snail races, uh, which I already mentioned, because we now have snail mounts, so of course we should race them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the other side challenge, um, where horde players will create an alliance alt, and alliance will create a horde alt, and the idea idea is to gain new insight and even respect for the opposite faction, um, because cross-faction is a thing, and we are all AIE now. We're thinking, uh, I'm thinking, since I'm running it, uh, the Horde side is going to roll gnomes, and the Horde side, sorry, the Alliance side is going to roll either trolls or tauren. I'll let people decide. Uh, WoW Classic is doing a Summer of Love Love event tonight. Um, Ten minutes. Yeah. Sky is proud to announce that his sister, Summer of Love, is looking for a mate in true troll fashion. You must earn her hand. Six items will be required to win her hand. Her suitor must be a new level one troll no bad habits, and be able to take care of her, thus the six items. The items will be announced tonight. Um, to support her in their new life, the family has put down a dowry of a thousand gold for the winner of the Great Hunt. First troll to trade me said items at Get Summer of Love and, of course, the gold. Uh, cool. Second and third place will have prizes as well, and just a few small pets, but it should be fun. Um, and they're also doing Remembrance Day walk from the Shrine of the Fallen Warrior to the Gates of Orgrimmar. Uh, by the way, the current WoW, we're going to do a different route going to Booty Bay oh. to go drinking because our Alliance members cannot go to Orgrimmar. <laughs> so instead, we're going to parade uh, to Booty Bay. Um, then... And Swotor, join us on the guild ship to kick off AIE's Summer of Love with a trip around the galaxy in remembrance of family, friends, and Swotor stories. Look forward to seeing you all at 9, 8 central, oh, 9 p.m. Yep. Eastern, 8 central. Yep. ESO Remembrance Day <laughs> celebrations will be hosted by Ken at my Dankinia's mm-hmm. primary residence. Yep, sorry, that should just be Dankinia's primary residence. <laughs> <laughs> She's Elkarth's Kinia. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that explains it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy, Abavan, FC House will use the same procession route as last year, which I guess was really fun. Mm-hmm. As Star Trek Online, Gribog, Wolf 359 Memorial, Guild Wars 2, Dejara. At Lion's Arch, the Memorial Wall. Uh, Lotro, Special Summer of, of Love, uh, SNL, their mandatory fun night coming Saturday. To give a small spoiler, part will be focused on visiting landmarks that you may have heard, read about, as well as a race. Ooh, but I bet they don't have snails. Probably not With now. prizes <laughs> for all. Only requirement is to be out of the intro area. If you need help with getting out of the intro area, please let us know, and we'd be happy to escort you through it. Yay, very so AIE. Yay! And that's it! It's yep. a great group of events. I love how it's, you, you know, we have the D&D stuff and stuff in different, you know, games, as well as, you know, our big event for Remembrance Day. Awesome. Great work. I know you have been just busting your gusty tail off to get this all arranged and everything <laughs> you do, so thank you. 
Yeah. One of the people in in uh, New Braid called me Ms. Tail. <laughs> that was perfect. And I was like, Ms. Tail. I, I guess I'll take that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you need a reminder of the schedule or everything, in the main AI Discord, there is a Summer of Love uh, divider, and then there is a channel called Soul Info and Discussion. And everything you need is in there. It's pinned, schedules, the whole thing. Excellent. All right. Any other parting words? Are we all Parting shots? Um, Just one thing, uh, as we've done in the past, when we do the gathering, there will be a time, uh, basically open mic, for people that want to um, give memorials or remembrances of people that have passed or, um, you know, either in the past year or, or the past few years, Hi. um, just, you know, a brief, uh, brief description and, and, you know, speak from the heart. You don't have to, you don't have to bring a speech, just, you know, say, Hey, my, you know, my dad passed July 25th a year ago, you know, and, uh, this is, you know, why we participate in the in the memory, uh, the, the remembrance days, just to remember all those, starting with Bruce. So, um, please come out Tuesday and, and and celebrate with everyone. I think in in WoW and maybe other games, you're also not supposed to equip weapons. Correct, right. but you can bring Correct. weapons and yep. things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if possible, either don't equip your weapon or at least hide it, because most and games just, give you those two. Yeah, and dismiss pets, I believe. Yes, dismiss pets. Yeah, because the pets cause lag and all that. Issue. Yeah, yes. yeah. When when uh, an AI procession happens, it tends to lag things up. So yeah. right, you can have your nice. you can have your AI balloon out. <laughs> yeah. So. But uh, yeah, lots to come this week. So join awesome. us. But uh, that'll be it for our show tonight. So while the lovely chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Gusty Kutail for joining us. So thank you. <laughs> Gusty. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Um, all right. And if people want to find you, how can they do that? Go into Wow. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, I'm Zeus Mom 2010, I think, on uh, Twitter. But I mostly just uh, tweet every now and then about Dark Moon Fair and how fun that is. So, I'll probably oh. put some pictures from this year too. Yeah. Great. All right. And if you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast that aie guild that wow dot gmail.com that changed recently <laughs> yeah it did so i'm sorry it's kind of muscle like, memory wants you to do something else exactly yep. exactly like yeah the times <clears throat> where i forgot the word dash while reading this stuff okay <laughs> you can also follow us on twitter the show is at aie podcast mew is at the mew cow i am at cyber wave and tet is at ivory tiger i'm getting feedback <laughs> all right we're, we're kind of we record we record live with video every other Sunday at eight PM Eastern, five PM Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, um AE-Guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for the chat is AIE-Guild.info slash Discord. 
uh, for past podcast episodes. You can see them on YouTube. Um, just look for the AIE podcast there. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. All right. And it is time to play all of the great AI member segments we received this week. Well, we haven't gotten any, but again, if you'd like to send one in, just reach out and talk to us. 90 to 120 seconds can be a show promo for one of your podcasts. As long as it's AI related, bring it on. And our next official show will be in about a month because stuff is happening in two weeks. Someone's um, turning old, and you know, <laughs> someone's turning old. Someone's allegedly. Leo. Allegedly. You know, there's a T-shirt you can find online that says, "Oh my gosh, I'm the same age as old people." Yeah, she still gets carded buying alcohol, so it's there fine. There you go. <laughs> my alcohol is old enough to buy alcohol, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, uh, AIE. What? You started. Hi. You're lying. Just do your line. Oh, this was mine. Bye. <laughs> this is. Uh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. This is Gus Detail. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> scroll down. <laughs> Gus Detail to the notes, please. Gus Detail to the notes. <laughs> yes, this I... is Bucow. <laughs> this is Makala. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.